0: Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday where we talk about audio and hi-fi related themes. If you have any requests
1: for a future episode, send us an email, t-o-t-l at abyssheadphones.com.
2: talking to a friend of mine the other day and uh he's like well you're in the audio uh i was looking at a home theater setup is bose any good you know yeah and i'm like well i've heard this before yeah know? me too I think and I've, on the headphone side too i think i've heard like,
1: it from family members over the years c- yeah c- consistently
0: they
2: have very good
0: marketing so everyone knows they exist yeah and because of the price point people perceive it as being probably pretty decent. Well, they've been around forever. They Long, have been around the 70s, early 70s. I probably think. before that. Their, their claim to fame was the, the
1: 901, the one that uh, you'd, you'd get two speakers and you'd tuck them in the corner of a room and they were designed, they actually fired out the rear into the corner of the room and bounced off the walls and, they so give you the spatial effect it was just that was it it was it came with like an electronic eq box mm-hmm. and these things weren't cheap back in the day we're talking it was an expensive system so it was considered a premium audio system back mm-hmm. then i think it was the early 70s but
0: yeah, yeah. the selection was pretty limited back then though yeah, right especially in consumer space yeah it was like that but and whatever you could not carry much. from japan
1: basically is what you mm-hmm. saw here you know so so yeah that i mean but they did a shit ton of marketing on that and uh it became like the de facto standard for home audio two channel sort of so to speak even though it was not so good in terms of what stereo could be Mm. you know because you're bouncing sound off of walls (laughs) so you're obviously depending on the room to do the work for you
0: (laughs) you know not the speaker and this was way before fancy dsp and stuff to sort out some of the issues that's true it was not ideal
1: yeah, no, speakers weren't big. They were about this big, and they had, like, things that looked like little jet engines coming out either side, and they, they were actually angled in the back. They went in a angle, so yeah, they actually yeah. made the tuck toward a wall, mm-hmm. and one would fire toward the one wall in the corner, one would fire the other. And th- I guess you'd vary it the distance to the corner to decide how much bounce you get out the room, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, kind of wild when you think about it, but that actually made, was their claim to fame that gave them the brand recognition. They, the they must have advertised the living crap
2: out of that and that was like the higher end of things at the time yeah very so so then i guess they had that that recognition of like being Being higher end. but then they 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 then they were in mass market like your best buys and your targets and everything they all have cell bows and everybody like remembered that back in the day you know right they were a high-end speaker and now you can get it at a best buy yeah they started
1: making those little cubes that you stick in the walls and stuff to do surround sound with it was like came as a it was a box kit Right, like a
2: five point one box type thing. Yeah, then you know? everybody started doing those. Yeah, I remember like Yamaha, Sony, uh, yeah. the home theater in a box. That was a big thing back then. Yeah, back it the used to days. be a thing.
1: It probably started the
2: whole home theater revolution where people were going to specialty stores to get the real stuff. Well, yeah, because they started opening up Best—I uh, mean, not Best Buy—they started opening up Bose stores. Remember, oh, we went yeah. to one one time. Yeah, and they right. had their demos and everything. Yeah, their and they only stores. sold Bose stuff. Yeah. They don't. I don't know if they even exist anymore. I think they. I don't least, think so. <laughs> just in Best Buy, so yeah. good enough. Yeah. For a
0: while, Bose was a really big deal. Yeah. I know a few of my friends that Decades. asked me about it ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, whenever that was, and they thought this must be the greatest for home theater. It's as, it's as good as it gets, right? It's Bose. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. And that was a perception for a long time, and that seems to still kind of stick with some folks. Yeah. And the they, older folks. Yeah. 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 They some they of the forgot. younger folks too. They. Their perception is that it's probably pretty decent because most people don't really
1: look into it's these like things any, often. It's any well-branded company, you know, like Frigidaire
2: well, or, you know. Well, I, I, well probably in, in particular <laughs> people that brand. travel and uh, younger people probably know Bose more for their headphones and noise cancelling and always being the best. Ba- like in any like yeah. review, it's always like they have the best noise cancelling. Well, that's so. the thing. They've shifted that. So, yeah, they've moved. They shifted
1: that yeah. Yes, whole speaker thing into headphones and did a bang-up job of it they were they were de facto standard for noise cancellation forever right
0: yeah many years they had the best noise canceling
1: headphones yeah so smart move on their part you know and they they tapped into a large marketplace yep you know but the question is like why do audiophiles always say bose sucks and you know i think that kind of goes back to the 70s stuff yeah yeah you know and it's so it's still kind of that kind of follows suit with audiophiles they'll still tell you that today type thing but Uh, Not as much, I don't think, because probably most of them own or have owned a Bose noise canceling headphone at some point. If you're ever going to get on a plane, that's pretty much what you're going to have if you want a real, you know, noise canceling. Well, there's a few alternatives now.
2: Now now there's definitely they got some competition. Yeah, Yeah. But But there was a long span where they were they were it. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were at all the airports. Almost ten years, right? Where they were just they were
0: the best if you want noise canceling. Yeah,
1: and they still are top. Still good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So but that's I think that's a deal though. You know for. Decades, the audio files are oh, that's crap. You know, bounce sound off the walls to make music type thing. And, it,
2: and it's true. You well, know. I think it's also the stigma of it being, like, a consumer thing, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's like, oh, that's mainstream, you know. Yeah. That could get it, yeah, at a Target, you know. Yeah. That's, and
1: it's high-priced. It, yeah. The stuff was never really inexpensive, even when they moved into
0: home theater. Their theater-in-a-box stuff was,
2: I don't remember the price points, but for what it was,
1: yeah. it was pricey stuff. You
0: know? They so. always had premium price points. Their yeah. lowest price products were... What seven eight hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or something for the cheap theater in a boxes that yeah, they did yeah. like ten years I ago? I it was over a grand. Somewhere yeah. around yeah. there. They were they were pretty expensive, and that was back in a day where people didn't spend more than a 200 bucks on something like yeah, that. that was right, a thousand was crazy. Yeah. Now it's kind of more understandable, oddly enough, but people don't spend much money on home theater systems, so they were always really
1: premium. Well, now you said you're still selling like a speaker style multi speaker system. They
2: still have them. How much is it? Uh, Four thousand, yeah, so <laughs> and their f- highest end one. Really, that's expensive,
1: yeah. for I mean for a Bose branded yeah. box system style. It's a box system still
2: yeah.
1: Because now everyone's gone shifted over to the soundbar, so pretty much well, it has a soundbar in there.
2: Oh, I like see the center. And then, oh, then they just got the satellite. So it's oh. a premium
0: soundbar, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah soundbar plus with yeah. some extra people are spending hundreds on soundbars easy yeah they're all expensive i don't even think you could get one for hundreds well you can yeah they're pretty bad yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs>
2: yeah you yeah, want them the average one. seems like six to eight hundred bucks seems to be the yeah average, yeah. You know, yeah like a best buy for
1: the decent, decent ones yeah. You know? yeah which is which is great i guess because they work you yeah. know for
2: most people that's all they need well know? it's easy Again, convenience. You just plug it in and plug an HDMI cable into it. Well, especially if you're renting, you don't own the home, or something like that. You're not wiring in in 14 speakers
0: all around you. That's super impractical. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I remember when I did it in my house, oh, man, it did running wires through the wall. Yeah, right. It sucks. It's
1: like, oh, a pain in the ass.
2: It's up the top of the ceiling and stuff. Yeah. Uh,
1: you always hit one wall that yeah, just doesn't like want to let you through. Stud in it. It's like stupid. three hours to do one wall and an hour to do the other one. <laughs> yeah, I think it took like five hours to put the rear speakers yeah. in. Yeah, maybe modern houses, houses are a little little yeah. better at that. I don't know. Maybe there's less wood in there, but I don't know. And we seem to hit something on one wall. It's like, shit, I should have gone one stud over, you know
2: yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i have a hole that goes nowhere i was like oh yeah. uh, there's something in the way on this yeah, one. so i get it with all the wireless yeah.
1: thing it makes a lot of friggin' sense and uh you know it certainly sells product
2: or like in a bedroom you know you're not going to put a probably a five channel five uh, you know multi-channel home theater system in your bedroom yeah you, know, so. you could i mean you could
0: the bathroom would be a little sketch.
2: Yeah, well. yeah to do home theater. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Soundbar is a little pushing in most bathrooms. Soundbar
2: would be pushing it. Although lately, I've been thinking
1: about throwing an iPod and sticking it to the glass shower and just like, be able to watch uh, YouTube videos while taking a shower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'd be different, right? I sure. Sh- that, that reaches addictive levels if you ask me. If, mm. you, gotta, if you gotta go that far. Like, oh,
2: shower time! You gotta just step you away. You still from gotta everything. have. You're
1: still gotta like. What would you call it? You <laughs> Consume serial, content. Yeah, information <laughs> has to be flowing in your brain even while you're doing taking 10 minutes out to take a shower. I guess mm. it gets to a point where it's like stupid, you know. But, you know. So anyway, yeah, it's kind of a... So the, the whole deal with audiophiles hating Bose really st- strolls back to the 70s where they, you know, it's, they called bullshit on bouncing sound off of walls. And,
0: mm. Well, that, you know? and I think it's also a little combination of the, I guess the Beats effect, you might call it, mm-hmm. right? Because for such a long time, Beats were huge, and consumers loved them, and audiophiles... Oh, we said, oh, they're so overpriced, they're terrible. For $53, you could get this headphone that outperforms it and stuff like that, right? And I think it's a little bit of that because you could find systems that are better at a lower price if you don't take the other factors into account. Yeah. If you don't take the convenience into account, the ease of use, the aesthetics, or things like that, then, yeah, there's always something that's better. But that's a complicated topic because it's kind of like saying that a heavily modified car is better than a ferrari or a lamborghini or something because it's faster in a straight line in certain
2: conditions that's yeah. misleading it's more complicated than that well i think uh audiophiles don't really care as much on the lifestyle aspect of it you know and that's what yeah, right. kind of is more lifestyley. and they're right. like i want performance though you know i don't really care about lifestyle, little small compact packages, you know. So But a lot of people do
0: right. They want little speakers. They want to not see it. They don't want wires. They don't want hassle and inconvenience. They want it integrated well and they want it to work. Um and so sometimes the best choice might be a brand like Bose or one of those other consumer oriented brands.
1: Yeah, and that's always been that's gone on for years. It's always been a thing, you know, you got your consumer based products that are high volume. Yeah. You know, high quantity sold in every store versus a specialty niche items and speakers and so on. And that goes for everything. You know, well, yeah. you go, you walk into a Williams-Sonoma and you're not going to sit there and, you know, be able to buy, uh, you know, a $10 five-pack of knives. It just doesn't mm-hmm. exist in a store like that, right? Right. Uh, you can get it elsewhere. Yeah. So why bother? Yeah. The, for that, you can go anywhere and get that. You know, Walmarts and Targets of the world have... Hell, even they I don't think have ten dollars knives anymore. I <laughs> <No>, think they <laughs> they've do. stepped up a bit. No, even they in, do. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, because I mean, in some part, people people do realize that you get what you pay for. You know.
2: Well, yeah, but I guess it's like they're they're coming at it from two opposite ends because, like, the audiophile, you do want big, impressive. Look at these speakers, yeah. usually, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, a lot of people, they're like, I don't want to see it. I just want it to work. You yeah. know, in like two different
0: know. objectives. So, <laughs> and companies like Bose are appealing to the sensibilities of the mass market. They know what those people want, for the most part, on average, and they try to make a product that appeals to it. It's just like Apple. People complain all the time about Apple products being something like overpriced or terrible value or bad or slow or something like that. And maybe for them that's the case. But for what average consumers look for, a lot of times they they hit the mark. People value aesthetics sometimes. They value convenience. Sure. They value brands even, right? So not everybody wants to buy a knockoff brand. They want to buy a brand. I mean, it makes them feel better. They don't care if they pay a little bit more for it. And value is the key word. They value what they're willing to pay for it, too. What it pretty much seems to come down to is there's a time and a place for most things. And... With these consumer oriented brands, there's a reason why they exist. They're not made to appeal to one person. They're made to appeal to most people. The masses. Yeah. The average person, what they're looking for in an average system when they don't really know what they want or what's good. Uh, and for that, it works fine. Yeah. And so maybe it's not the best value, right? They don't claim to be the best value, but for what the average person's looking for, they seem to do a decent enough job. So hmm, I guess that's why they still exist. Yeah.
1: So be it. And by the sa- same token, the reason why companies like us exist, like Abyss and so on, are, are really tiny niche companies, is to um, obviously provide product and services to customers looking for a step above that, or you know, multiple Maybe steps above that. Maybe a few above steps that above that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a few steps above that. You know? and, and by all means, we're no bows in terms of quantity, not even freaking close. <laughs> or you know but they cater to crazy people yeah well yeah, yeah cra- crazy audiophiles crazy yeah. pe- people that are just so into it they want you know they want to hear every freaking ounce of energy and that's awesome that's that's what we that's why we're doing it because we're that's what we're into you know for us the bose lifestyle stuff or what have you or anyone that makes product of that it's just it's not our cup of tea it's not what we're after you Well, know? unless you're on a plane yeah, well, that's true. I know, not a yeah. Yeah. I know she want to cancel noise. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess that about wraps it up for today. Uh, if you have any questions that you want to ask us, uh, you can send them to TOTL at com, or you can just leave a question in the comments below. Uh, if you like this video, give us a thumbs up, and uh, thanks for watching. Thank you.